Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I can't wait. I was waiting for you to do it. I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> Welcome um, to another yeah. episode of the Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. I am Kelly McMasters Parsons, and my co-host is Kelsey Paul. Yeah, and we are is. here today to watch season four, episode twenty-two, "The Big Wheel." It now, is very hard for me to believe that we are in episode 22 of this season and we're not at the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> we're not really that close either. <sighs> no, we have four more episodes after this. Like, not even, like, <laughs> including this. After this, yeah. we have four more episodes. Yeah. Like, it's such a long season. It's really, we're still in it. It's been a real roller coaster. It really has. It really has. Highs, lows. <laughs> some of the highest highs and some Jason of the Alexander. lower lows. Um, with this title, mm-hmm. what immediately pops into your mind? Two things. A Ferris wheel. Oh. Or a big wheel, like the three, the like big child tricycle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you would ride. That's what popped into my mind. Also... The metaphor in Game of Thrones. Oh. The wheel. Um, did yeah. you know that the Ferris wheel was invented in Pittsburgh? I did know that. Yeah, you did. We don't shut up about shit like that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> if it was invented here, Pittsburghers are going to let you know. Did you know that the first, like, that that Ferris wheel was shown at, at the, Chicago the Chicago World's, World's Fair? Fair? Yeah. Yeah. And That's like a beautiful thing for it. us. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh it's, and Chicago. It feels like something you shouldn't be able to ride, <laughs> but <laughs> it's there. Have you and been I, on a Ferris I wheel? I have been on it, on the big Ferris wheel. It is a big-ass Ferris wheel. Like, yeah. it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you hear about this Ferris wheel, and then you go, and you're like, holy shit, like, that is a big Ferris wheel. Like, you don't like big boats. Like, I have to imagine that you standing near this Ferris wheel, you wouldn't enjoy it. Do you it. think it's bigger than the London Eye? The I London Eye didn't scare me. I don't know. But it's a big-ass Ferris wheel. Like, it's much <laughs> bigger than, like, the Ferris wheel you'd see at, like, the carnival or well, yeah. wherever. It's pretty intense, but I don't like I don't Ferris like wheels. Me either. I'm not me into either. it. I don't think. Ever I don't, since uh, I went on the one at, at California Adventure mm-hmm. with the like the cars that aren't attached and swing back and forth, mm-hmm. and I really hated. I that. mean, they're attached, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but they like, have they have some that like stay in one fixed position and some that slide back and forth on like a thing as they go around yeah and we went on one that slid back and forth and it really was unpleasant are you afraid of heights moderately it's not 
No. I mean, listen, we should all yes. be a little afraid of heights. Yeah, I think it's. I think I have the right human amount. <laughs> I don't have like a deep phobia yeah. and like can't handle it, which right. I learned Shamar Moore does. Did really? you see his Instagram story the other day? No. <laughs> About how he's afraid of heights? No, well, I didn't Shamar know Shamar Moore's afraid of heights. That's a fun bonus. Fact. That's a bonus <laughs> early fun in the app. <laughs> He's yeah, he had to do something for SWAT and mm. be up high on like the mm-hmm. top of a building. Yeah, and he w- was not happy about it. That tracks. They do a lot of crazy stunts on that show. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Well. Well, let's figure out what big wheel it's actually about. Yeah. So you said that you. <laughs> so here's another fun fact. Kelly was trying to get her episode queued up, and she accidentally ended up watching, like, the first 30 I seconds of the I watched 30 episode. seconds, because my, my remote, like, my Amazon Fire Stick remote stopped responding for a second. So you but, remember uh, this one. I remember this episode. Kind of. I remember it pretty well, because I really had to kind of dig deep for a, for a pertinent mm. fun fact. Mm-hmm. And... um. So by the time I kind of figured it out, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember it. But it was one of those that when I initially just read the episode description, just like the, you know, one one sentence yeah. episode description, I was like, what the fuck is this episode? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't remember Dude, this at sometimes all. Episode descriptions are not good. No, and but then even, like, I went on, like, Criminal Minds fan wiki. That's usually my go-to thing. Like, even mm-hmm. the entry for that was like so vague that I was just like, what is this freaking episode? <laughs> it took like a deep dive into the IMDb, like the full on plot summary on IMDb for me to be like, wow. oh, that's what this is. Uh, Which doesn't bode well because that means this is a really forgettable episode, <laughs> in my opinion. So, well, well as soon as I saw the opening shot, I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Like, I can't, I could remember, I can probably remember, like, the first, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And the second half, I'm not going to remember. I mean, I'll reserve, like, too much commentary on my overall feeling, but I, my initial appraisal of it is that it starts out strong, and then it flops hard at the Mm. end. Title of your sex. (laughs) 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 We Let's start using that Brooklyn Nine Nine thing. We just <laughs> we, we just finished watching Brooklyn rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, while we eat dinner, and there was there was a title of your sex tape line like towards one of the last few episodes that we watched where and Stephen and I agreed it's one of the best ones, and I don't remember the exact context of it, but Charles just says like. He's like, I don't know. It just slipped out. And Rosa goes, title your sex <laughs> Dude. Speaking of Rosa. So you know how I've been rewatching Modern Family? Yeah. We just started Modern Family tonight. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. It's the deeper. I, I'm into like the 2010s now. And okay. it's just it holds up at this point. The first half, you're kind of like, hmm. There were, I, some, I, there were some questionable lines in the some, pilot. Some interesting statements about Lily's ethnicity. Yes. Yes. That Stephen and yeah. I, Stephen was like, holy shit. <laughs> it, it calms down. It gets a little better. I'm into season six and I'd say we've really evened out in okay. terms of how we talk about people. Yeah. But uh, Stephanie Beatriz plays yeah. Gloria's sister. 
Really? And so she pops up periodically and it's so jarring because in this show, her like, you know, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, her voice is so deep. But that's not her normal voice. No, her voice is so high. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. And I was like, it's one of those. It's particularly shocking when you hear her talk for the first time, just kind of in her normal speaking voice, because the voice that she has when she's playing Rosa, like it doesn't strike you as something that she would have to like put on. Like, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't, it's not an accent. Like it doesn't have, there's nothing really about it that would make you think like, oh, she's doing this. Like she's making this vocal choice. So then when you hear her speak though, just normally you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like she consciously (laughs) makes the decision to make her voice deeper when she's playing Rosa. It's like a character description. I think it's great. I love it. It's insane. But yeah, it yeah. is pretty good. But yeah, her voice is very high in real life. Yeah. She Just also, naturally. I feel like there was some cartoon I watched that she did a voice and I was like, no way that's Stephanie Beatrice. Like, that's someone else. That's not her. She's like, I could not believe it. She's in a commercial for something now, now. And I can't remember what it is, but it's like a commercial for something that you're just like, like it came on for the first time and Stephen was like, is that Rosa? And I was like, yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> well well this isn't the stephanie beatrice podcast it could be i'm a big fan um (laughs) true should should we get into it but i think we're yeah let's watch let's watch do you have any other uh top of the episode business um no she does oh she doesn't um, well (laughs) i i can reserve it for the end of the episode if you want me to which is my double stamp of approval on your recommendation from a couple uh, weeks ago. We'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, then in that case, I'm ready to do Something this. to look forward to, guys. Stick yes. around to the end. Stick around to, to hear the about end. the double stamp of approval. The double stamp of approval. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Let's watch the big wheel. Um, I'm going to press play in. Of fortune. The wheel of fortune. <laughs> um, I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. Play. It's oh. an eye. Ugh. We're so close. We're panning up. Guy that and looks like Danny Castellano from the Mindy Project. It's is not. On it's glasses. Alex O'Laughlin from Hawaii Five O. Oh, new Hawaii Five O or original? New Hawaii Five O. Oh, okay. He put on the glasses. He's looking at a watch. He's got OCD. Things are lined yeah. up just so. Everything's. Re- he's. What are those pajamas? Um, they're like long, long johns. <laughs> He looks out the window. He gets um, a handkerchief. Yeah, he. We're just seeing his morning routine. Like, every, oh, we're doing beige. some door knobbing. Everything's yeah. beige or gray, whatever that color is. It's very blah. <laughs> Kelsey is colorblind. We just learned. Well, you know, like beige. It's a beigey gray. Yeah, he's got a pea coat, a gray shirt. I can't do these undershirt. long jo- long johns. Uh, They're I'm s- loving it. <sighs> when i see shoes. a man in long johns <laughs> does it do something for you <laughs> no but i can't help but look Spe- <laughs> i was gonna be like special fact kelly mcmasters really digs a man in long oh johns. what the hell he's oh, got he- a trash bag over his mirror yeah, oh so and he's he switching into different anything. slippies he's got like bathroom slippies and then he's got like kitchen slippies <laughs> This doorknob oh. thing is really yeah. Intense. So he's he's got classic like OCD like gotta open things multiple times. Yeah, there's his. He's I got feel the like cross cut off his sandwich. 
I the first time I learned about OCD was on like an MTV's <gasps> what was it real life? Yes, real life. True I have life. OCD. Er, true yeah. life. True yes. life. I'm living with OCD. True yes. life. Yes. I'm a pageant queen. True life. I have a foot fetish. Yes. <laughs> Ew, he didn't wash that knife. He just wiped it off and put it back in the He sink. also like cut out, like took out an aggressively large knife to cut that sink. Yeah, it was bit. a full ki- chef's knife. Yeah. This okay. kitchen is uh old. It's like, it's old. That's it's empty. That's 50s shit. There's nothing decorative in this apartment whatsoever. Like, oh. Oh. Ew. There's a TV There's on in the background. On and it's just like he's a, looking at a clock. Yeah, we would, and it's like a woman oh, being that, like, "We shouldn't. Mm-hmm. We'll just be real quiet about it." It's just like Ew. the TV's just on in the background, but he's not watching it. But it, the yeah. video it's is like of a point of view of a perv, a point of view of like a person in a closet watching two people get it on. <laughs> yeah. All right. We see the hang. It was a hanky. He's mm. getting into his car, which just had the window down. Yeah, that's weird. That's stupid. Yeah, but he has saran wrap, like plastic wrap on the on oh. the steering wheel. We're in New York, and we're just driving now. Now we're getting a little bit of just, unsubvision, like just kind of like just driving through a town, all over yeah. the place. All right, okay. Oh, oh, sidewalk. Can't can't step on the cracks. You know, people get weird oh, about that. There's some trash, and there's Gotta this guy the like trash. putting like his kid in the car. Nope, that's oh, a gr- that's I mean. an old lady. <laughs> the kid's in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> old lady's give, in the front. He gives the old lady the trash. <laughs> and she's like, thank you. She smiles thank and you. she's like, thank you. Like, what would you do if <laughs> someone was like, here's this trash? Like, <laughs> well, thank now you, Now he's sir. sanitizing his hands. Yeah, because he touched trash. Doesn't seem as strange right now. No, it doesn't. Um... Okay. Now he's just standing just on a corner. Just standing. Just it doesn't kinda... look like it's cold enough to be wearing a peacoat. No, it definitely doesn't. Okay. The trees are still green. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, so he almost got a bite. Okay. There's an open house. Open house. And the realtor Doors lady open. is in there. There she is. She's unsuspecting. Honey, I'm at work. Do you think her significant other he is, is like, trying to have some phone Yeah, sex? <laughs> like, hey, lady. Okay, so he walks in and she's like, hi, are you Robert? And he doesn't say oh. anything. But she starts her little, around. her little house spiel. And she's like, this one's the best one. And he's like, my name's not Robert. Not Robert. And then he clicks his tongue. Ugh. And there's a and knife. a giant Stop! knife. Oh, God. Ew, and he looks like he just... He looks like he just... Orgasmed. Yeah. And she... He jizzed his oh, pants just then. I jizzed in my pants. That's what that reminds me of. <laughs> Island? Anybody? Anybody? Okay, yeah. she's like walking, but she's bleeding a lot. Yeah, he stabbed her like right in the sternum. Yeah, like kind of like upwards towards her lung though. So I feel like yeah. he got a lung. And he's just she's, staring uh, at her. Oh, he's watching her eyes. Yeah. And she's like... I think dead. Oh, we're right. close to it. Eyes are dying. Oh, we're zooming in on the eyes, and now her eye is a photo in and the And now BAU. we're JJ. She was oh, murdered Garcia's in Buffalo. In Buffalo? <laughs> Buffalo, New York. <laughs> okay. Oh, so it was sent through an encrypted server in Ukraine. The video was sent to them. Of oh. the, of, so we're now seeing. We've so got this some is, Google Glass. 
Yes, and this is a classic episode where obviously we know exactly who the unsub is. We've watched what he... Yes, we've talked about how we fucking hate that. And I hate it. There's the old lady in her van. He hands her the trash. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Oh, wow, that sketch is really good. It's really good. Unlike that other sketch that went from whatever episode that was, that we were like, (laughs) that looks nothing like anyone. (laughs) Didn't isn't it early in season one they have morgan do a sketch because he used to be a sketch artist really or did one of one of them nope i'm thinking of brooklyn Nine. buffalo's a big gang town that's that's what morgan just said well so they were discussing the fact that buffalo is a city that is struggling financially and so they have high crime and they have underfunded uh you know police and all this stuff so they're struggling uh hotch tells garcia to get a go bag oh she gets to come she's going and she, as she walks out the room she's like i don't have a go bag <laughs> that's fair though okay. why would she have one if she never gets yeah, to go she wouldn't okay so the end of he the just video wrote, help me on the wall yep so he wants them to stop him which is why okay. he's sending this video to them um i love an episode when, Penep- when penelope comes to stuff yeah. so that's yeah. cool but I don't like an episode when we already know who the unsub is. It's so much less fun. It is so much less fun. And like I this already one, am not interested. Yeah, like this one, not only do we know who it is, we've literally like seen everything like start to finish. Like what he does. <laughs> There's no yeah. mystery. There's no mystery. We're just watching them figure out what we already know. I'm in it for the mystery. Okay, Whoa, here's the jet. The jet. Beautiful B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody's looking at stills from this video. Yeah. What so, if he's sincere? Yeah. Oh, they thought it was sarcastic that he wrote help me. Yeah, but Hotch is saying, like, what if he like legitimately thinks that we can like he can't stop? Like he is it's uncontrollable and so he's asking us to stop him. Um yeah. But uh Prentice is like he starts and stops at the same place in his home. We can they can like, kind of figure out track, where he lives. Yeah, track it street by street because we know where he went. Oh, he edited out seven hours, though. Oh. Weird. Interesting. Okay. So they're going to. Okay. So Garcia's going to start by looking at like previous cases, see if there's anything that they can connect to this. Um, but oh, she's like, I oh. just went online like a week ago back in 2009. Oh. <laughs> a new development. All right. Um, He's not financially motivated. Nope. Okay, so oh, we have she has twenty two or something that match that mo. That's twenty two baddies. All right, so we're meeting Yikes. our local detective. She looks badass. She, she looks like look Prentice. She's got a like, badass same suit. style. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they're basically telling them detective like, hey, Henderson. okay. They're like, hey, we know that you called us saying that you thought you had six of these cases. We think you have 22. <laughs> Sorry. Now we're watching the video we're watching again. watching the video this again. This is going to be one of those episodes where they just watch the video over and over yeah. and over again. And it's going to make Garcia all uncomfortable to be so close to death. Yeah. All right. We're watching the eyes. Everybody's <sighs> seeing the eyes. The eyes. There's the all eyes, the eyes. eyes. We haven't seen oh, this. Are we ma- the unsub again? We haven't seen this many eyes since that one where he glued their eyes open. Oh. <sighs> One of my old favorites. All right. So he's back in his apartment and he's looking at the videos of the eyes. eyes. But the same weird video from before is still playing in the background. Right. Like it's on a loop or something. It's like a VHS. Yeah. 
I assume. I guess it could be playing anyway. It's on a very boxy television, which yeah. makes me think that it's yeah. a VHS. Ew, the, the, Ew, he did the tongue clicking thing again. Tongue clicking. I hate it. <laughs> oh. Don't make fun of him. He's got a mental illness. I know, but like at the noise. But also, Ooh. he's a murderer. Yeah. I had a, uh, my, the assistant principal when I was in fifth and sixth grade had Tourette's. That's oh. the first time I learned about ticks. Yeah. It was interesting. Okay, Kids so. did not understand. No, I, yeah. That they be, were mean. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, so after investigating a little bit further, Garcia says that the the video is analog. So it's, it's not like a high tech situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. All right, they're, I don't know, whatever. We're already, really just I'm analyzing so not something. <laughs> oh, we're getting some handwriting analysis. Oh, from the help me. Uh, is it? Because we're using oh, a female no. pronoun. It's, her, it's from her um, log book, I think. Oh, her who book. Was, yeah, 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 who was going to yeah. come. Oh, so he wrote in her log, in her, like, calendar. Like, oh, and we're saying the person that wrote on the wall is right-handed. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So he wrote and circled the number 29. And then Garcia's like, tomorrow's the 29th. Oh, no. Okay, so we're going to go to the house. Opinion. Ooh, here's another thing that I didn't consider. How much would it what? suck to be the person whose house that was that was oh. up for sale? And now you're like, cool, my realtor got murdered in my house. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sell this bitch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be fucked. You would be fucked. Dang. Okay, so they're like going through the video like like basically like frame by frame while they're They've in the house. They've got a little portable portable DVD player. It's like there. one of those DVD players that like really cool kids like in the like, I had mid-tune. one. Yeah, who was like when you go on <laughs> like road trips, it's like I yeah. watch DVDs in my mom's I used band. to watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants on it. That was my favorite what? road trip DVD. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh so we're reliving yeah. the stabbing We're reliving now. it. Drags her over to the sofa. He didn't drag her. He didn't her. drag he her. Put... She walked. Yeah. He just kind of kept a hand on her. He kind of directed And films her, her the... death. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No witnesses. Yep. He didn't doesn't have to need dump to dump the body. the body. So basically, if she was doing an open house and she had like appointments, like he had to have known that he was going to be there when no one else would be there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so they Garcia just called. They and connect told the dots them. that the glasses are the camera. Ah, okay. as well. And Garcia just called and told them about the twenty nine thing. So yeah, now we're seeing him wash his hands. Really going in? Yeah, just I mean, a bar of soap that he throws away. Oh my god, he only uses what it once. That's absurd. Soap is the cleanest thing. Soap is the cleanest thing. <laughs> You could put soap on a turd and it would still be clean. <laughs> I mean, we don't recommend it, but like you could. No. I'm sure someone has. Probably. If you can think it, it has happened. Okay. So we're now going to take that initial list that Garcia found that could be connected to this case. And they're going to narrow it down further oh. to the ones that only happened in isolated locations. So in locations that he could control the situation. Yes. Which takes it down the number down a little bit. Um, yeah, but the al- first one was in 1998. Ooh, that's so that would have yeah. been 
Only 10 years back then, I guess. Yeah. I was about that's to say still, 20 years. That's still a but, long time, though, for a pr- killer to be operating. A, a, yeah. Like a decade. Because they're not killing frequently enough to have been caught before. Right. Well, this, so they just oh, said she just that, says all these well, women and he got away with it. But Buffalo has a serial killer. But Reed also points out that those women were like separated by 12 months. So he's only mm. killing like every 12 months. So there's some sort of anniversary we're working right. with here. All right. Now they're walking around the neighborhood or like following. They're him connecting his the path. dots that he's got obsessive compulsive disorder because they notice that he stops yep. where the sidewalk changes patterns. So they're picking up on the compulsion thing and the fact that yeah. he has these things that he can't. Yeah, he's obsessive compulsive and he can't. He can't yeah. not do them, and he can't stop himself. So that would be why he wrote, "Help me!" Right. He means stop me, says yep. Emily. And there now we see him again. We're back at the mirror. He's getting ready again. Oh, oh he but takes he's going to actually look off. at himself. Oh, okay. That's on so that, oh, he stuck his tongue out at himself. <laughs> he's looking at this teeth. You ever do this? No. Oh, the, there's a knock on the door. Oh, somebody's here. Gotta cover up the Gotta mirror. Gotta cover the mirror back up. God forbid. He looks he puts surprised. On the glasses. Yep. His shirt's halfway untucked. Yeah, he's he's looking pretty disheveled here. He is. He like jauntily runs to the door. There's a woman at the front There's door. There's a lady there. She's like, her face is very close to the peephole. Like it is. The peephole is huge. Do you ever? It is. Do you ever do this? Like in an? Do you guys have peephole in your apartment door? Yeah, we do. So like when you're like, I really want to go like look, but I don't want the person to know that I'm there. <laughs> like you know, like. <laughs> And she clearly is like waiting. Like I think that he's there. Okay, is he putting yeah. music on? You, he must have the hots for her. He keeps touching his butt. She, okay, I would have walked away by now. People. I for sure would have walked. And away there right she now. is. What is the smile? It's so intense. It's big. She's and like, beautiful. hey, how Vincent. you doing? Where you been, Vincent? Single um, man, where you've been? And she's like, oh, look at that shirt. It's got a, yeah. It's horrible. She's like, oh, your your apartment is so neat. And it's like, yeah, because there's nothing in it. Like, it's it easy to be neat when like there's nothing in it. And so then she's says, like, are you going to offer me a drink? And he goes, I'm not thirsty. <laughs> oh, oh, she touches him and he doesn't like it. Like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he doesn't giggle. Like what? He, he backs away. You know how like the Pillsbury Doughboy when you tickle his tummy, he goes. I wanted you to do it again. <laughs> but he doesn't giggle. Uh, okay. She wants him to film and edit some wedding, so he must okay. be a videographer as well. Which is why he has all that tech to be able to make Friggin videos. Spy kids tech. But she's like, he's like, hey Alice, like you should go, and she's like, okay, and then she sees oh. on the TV the sketch. She goes, and she goes, that looks like you. Again. And he's like, huh, huh, This huh. is not the only time that we have seen someone who goes, hey, that looks like you. It's like, If you think you someone looks that? like the suspect, you keep it to yourself. Get and the then fuck out. You call the police when you're safe. Yes. He shows- and she, like, we have a rapid fade yeah, to black. Yeah, he, sh- he shuts the door on her so she can't get out. Dear God, fade to black. She's dead. Oh, oh, and he did dump that he body. Had, well, yeah, he had to because yeah, she I guess was he in doesn't his want apartment. Her in his home. Okay, so she, yep, he wraps her up in a blanket and like drops her like on the side of a like, what looks like a bridge or a tunnel or something. Yeah. Um, she's young. Doesn't, doesn't fit the victimology. Nope. 
Uh, but but the, he's positioned her in a way that shows remorse. And the chest wound uh, matches the other victims. Right. Um. So they're saying, like, unlike the others, like, he had to, you know, bring her body here to dump it, which is the difference. And they're saying, well, today's the 29th. Like, he might have killed her yesterday. Yesterday? Is that what they said? I missed it. Yeah. He would have killed her last night, okay. which I think is correct. Um... Okay, we're like giving the We've profile. We've gathered the cops at the at body. The crime. Yeah. Oh, now we're seeing uh, a little boy clicking right. his tongue and he's riding his bike. Oh, Scoots oh no, it's not a bike. He's it's a, a scooter. scooter. And there's And then we see Vincent. Man. And he's like watching the little boy in his side view mirror. Ugh. Okay, so they're saying, like, telling all the cops, like, this lady doesn't fit the vic- victimology. He didn't um, mean to kill her. No. But somebody else also recognized uh, the, sh- the sketch and says the- all they know is his first name is Vincent. He works at some camera shop. Yep. So they, uh, they know that he has those tiny cameras in his glasses. Yep. He's a mild-mannered, nice dude. Oh, look at that hat. Yep. Why are all the cops in this alleyway? <laughs> Why are they delivering the, the profile. profile in the alleyway? Like This that's, is absurd. <laughs> I guess it's like, we can't wait to get back to the station. You need to know now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. They're like, this OCD means he is going to be devolving fast mm-hmm. because he's got to take bigger and bigger risks to achieve yep. his goal. And they're saying, um, like, something about the 29th is important. Like, he has something planned for today. Yeah. Now we cut back to the little boy and like the woman who we assume is his mother is like, oh, the phone's yeah. ringing. Like, hold on. And she goes back inside. Then Vincent gets out of the car, looks at his watch, looks at the door, clicks his tongue. Yeah. And he walks quickly in a direction, we must assume, toward the scootering boy. Towards the scooter. Okay. So they're saying Title of like. My memoir. <laughs> towards the scooter is the title of your memoir yeah. <laughs> perfect okay oh that's it everybody go to your job Gosh says thank you very much and they walk away okay they all say why did you make us come to the alley for this okay um so they're saying like it's interesting that he chooses now to send the video to the police because he's been killing for a while once a year but this is the first time he's ever sent anything so like why yeah. now yeah um he is only killing blondes except for the one that he just killed right she's just she's an exception to the rule right cause she was just in the wrong place wrong time and she was dumb right. enough to be like hey you look like that suspected murderer i'm also alone with you in your apartment no big deal Okay. Okay. So Garcia is going back to the eighties. I guess there's a video from the eighties they have. Oh. Okay. Um Oh. <laughs> that was some bloody and so shit she's in the like, snow. Sorry. Do you think this could be related? Yeah. So she's gonna look into it. Um it's absolutely fascinating, says Spencer. Well, because he says that, like, there's a sudden, like, you go from having, like, an overkill situation to a bunch of remorse. So, like, what's the cause of the emotional change? Um, and so we, Garcia just held up a still of the creepy video that we see on repeat. So how did how, she get I that? I forget. I don't know. All right. We're with the boy. He's scoot scooting. Scooting along. He's got his helmet. He's got his elbow pads. 
and he's clicking his and tongue, but and then he and then here is comes he Vincent. Blind? Yeah, he's blind. Um, yeah. and he's like, he says he ran oh. over a cat. <laughs> and he's like, it's a joke. And then Vincent's like, did you kill it? He's, he's like, like, no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> so um, Vincent's he says, talking to him. Oh, Stanley knows Vincent. Okay, um, so they know each other. And he's like, I made you a promise. Do you remember? And he says, yeah, totally. And he's ooh, like, okay, hold up. out your hand. And he writes. And he's writing. He did he's two. tracing two circles. Two circles on his hands. And, and he, Stanley's like, no way. And he's like, yeah, tonight's the night. And he's like, but remember, you can't tell anyone. Anytime an adult tells a child that they can't tell anyone, it's bad news. Bad news. Bad and he news. says, just listen out for me, Vincent. Or Stanley. And Stanley's like, okay. Um, And Vincent, like, walks away. Stanley's like, you know nothing will happen if you step on the cracks, dude. And, and he's Vincent's like, you're a like, kid. What do you you're know? You're just a kid. Idiot. Okay. Okay. So he saw there was some other murder. Mm-hmm. He saw this murder from the video. Oh. He was the boy. Is he single mom, father dead in a car accident. Um, he was here? foster home. still in Buffalo. Who is Stanley? This? Stanley. So Stanley's the witness, but he's okay. blind. Oh. They just, they stroll up. There he is reading on the front porch. Yep. And they're like, hey, Stanley. And he's like, who wants to know if I'm Stanley? <laughs> and they're like, we're in the fucking FBI, Stanley. Yes. Birthday boy. It's Rossi and Morgan. Um, So out, out comes the mom. Yeah. And they're like, sorry. Supposed mom. Yeah. Foster mom. Foster mom. Um, and they're like, we need to talk to Stanley. Okay. So now we cut to... um. Some Vincent sitting in his car and he's just like staring at oh and he's seeing cops and stuff so I'm sure he's starting to panic yeah he's unsubvisioning all around well yeah because the cops glasses are out, off the cops are out canvassing and talking oh. to people so when the glasses go I guess he wants to look less like the sketch That's but it's like your off. face is still the same yeah you the, don't have generic white man like, face glasses do not change your face that much no Okay, so he gets out of the car, and he's, like, trying to keep his face down and stuff. Walking around, touching his nose. Yeah, like, keeps touching his nose. Okay. Where is he going? I can't believe he's wearing that dumb coat. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, no one else is wearing a coat. They said it's <laughs> like, springtime. Oh, okay, Stanley's moving, moving to California. California. Okay. Um, and so he does the tongue clicking oh, because his he mom uses echolocation. Yeah, he's been blind since birth. Daredevil his, style. Yeah, his mom didn't want him to have to use a cane, so she taught him how to do that instead. So they call him Batman. Well, no. hey, Daredevil Batman. is the actual superhero who actually does this. Yeah, it's Why like just because him, just because bats also use echolocation, guess, does not mean that Batman does that. <laughs> I guess Batman is also an orphan. True. Um, so they ask, or the little kid oh. asks Morgan if he, if they found the man who killed his mom and he says, we're looking for him. Stan. He calls him Stan. Oh, Stan is such a grown up name. It's such a grown up name. It reminds me of an old man. Yeah. 
Did you ever watch, what was that show on Disney Channel? Stan, I think it was just called Stanley. Did you ever watch Stanley? No. With the great big book of everything? No. Ugh. All right. So Dude, they're this going. this kid is winning an Emmy for this. Absolutely. So they are going to do the. Um, cognitive interview. Cognitive interview. There you go, Kelly. Can never remember the name. <laughs> wow. You just called me by my name on the podcast. Oh, Shelly. Oh, Shelly. <laughs> nice meeting you, Shelly. <laughs> Okay, so we're like going back into Stanley's memory, and he remembers that it's cold. You take off your jacket. He's got those cool snow pants that you wear when you're a kid that are like overall style. Yeah, dude, (laughs) I definitely wore those. And so he felt protected from the snow. He's calling out to his mom, and she's not answering. The Um, snow is thick. Yeah, everything's quiet. Yeah, and she keeps not responding. Right. And he just keeps calling. It's so Dude, sad. This is sad. It's so sad. And he says, okay, now I hear something. He thinks he can hear his mom. Okay. And What's he's like, happening? And Morgan's like, is she talking? And he says, she's crying. He's, she's crying. Somebody's crying. And so, so he goes outside. He goes out there. And uh, oh, he's going to stumble upon his dead mom. Do you think he trips over her? Oh, I hope not. Okay, so he goes outside onto the, like the little porch thing. Yeah, and he keeps calling oh. for his mom. This is just so, he starts oh, clicking. so much blood in the snow. Ugh. This is like that scene in Kill Bill when she kills Lucy, Lucy Liu. Ugh, you ever seen that movie? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's Stanley. Like so obvious, or there's Vincent. Vincent. So Vincent's Stanley, standing right over the body. Stanley doesn't know that Vincent's there, but yeah, he's got the knife in his hand, and he can sense uh, that but someone's he says he there. Can sense them. Yeah, but he's and he's like and it's he knows not my it's mom. Not his mom. And Vincent's just staring we can at him. See that it's Vincent. Yep. And, and so the foster mom the foster is like, mom says, "Yo, this is let's fucked up. Stop. We're done." Foster um, mom has some essential 2009 highlight situations yes, where it's she blonde does. on top, she black does. underneath. <laughs> she does. All right, Vincent is in an alley. There's a lot of trash. Yeah, he's like trying to avoid the cracks and stuff, but he's like clearly kind of losing his cool. And now a guy's following some him. Dude's coming up behind him, and he Vincent puts on his glasses. Yeah, he's got to see what's going on. This dude is watching him, and oh, other dude. Uh oh. So he's gonna. This episode is boring Kelsey so much. I I'm sorry. It she's is. She's just yawning. I can't. This help milk it. is keeping me awake. <laughs> yeah, she's drinking. <laughs> Guys, more I'm milk. drinking a glass of whole milk. Um, yeah, refreshing <laughs> Out of a glass wine glass. of whole milk. It's good. All right, so Vincent's getting, you know, harassed by these two guys, and he keeps doing his clicking thing, and then the guys are like, "Why are you clicking?" Like, blah blah yeah. blah. Um, there's shows the him gun, a gun in his right waistband. by the penis. <laughs> If there's an accident, penis. you're going to lose your pee-pee. Oh, but he just, sta- Vincent just stabs him. <coughs> the potential mugger he, yeah. goes down hard. And then the and other guy. shoots. No, he doesn't shoot. Vincent! Oh, he shoots Vincent. He did. He shot Vincent. And then the other guy's still Vincent? just standing there in the back. Like Vincent, why are you not reacting? Why wouldn't the other guy run away? I would have run, run away. away long ago the minute the stabbing probably like want to take care of your buddy who just also probably in shock okay so with peacoats on the floor there's blood everywhere we're at vincent's apartment there's yeah we've got one beautiful long trail back into our long johns though long johns a towel and a t-shirt oh and we put on a t-shirt did you what what 
What happened to the blood? What do you mean? Why isn't he bleeding through that shirt? Because he got he put shot. a bandage on. I assume. <laughs> There's these magical things he's called fucking milk. He is right out of the carton. Don't you he's dare say these magical it. things called band aids <laughs> for a gunshot wound. It. No, if I remember correctly, he wraps it in saran wrap. I might I, be yeah, making. I think so. I might be forgetting, but I think that that's what happens. He takes out his other half of his sandwich. And he's like, man, oh, Ooh, do not, do up. not. He he's gonna... mm. Ew. Uh-uh. Ew. He's going to stuff it in He's balling the there. bread up. Oh, no. That is not where he got shot. Ew, what? Oh, it went right in and out. <laughs> you can see the entry. <laughs> Title of your sex he's... <laughs> he's stuffing the Ew. sandwich bread into his gunshot it's wounds. so Gross. Not even s- fresh bread. No, and then he's gonna saran wrap the whole thing. Oh. What a torso. Yeah, he's gonna his torso. I'm not <laughs> But it's weird. He could stuff weird. my bullet wound any day. Oh so the video, by the way, is still playing in the background of whatever the fuck is going I hate on you. I hate my life, says the lady in the video. So he goes over to like watch <gasps> it. Oh and she the lady in the video. That gun is definitely a metaphor for a penis the way yeah. he stabbed her the lady gets Hips stabbed first. and then she's just bleeding on the floor and then kid we puts, see a oh, boy a so he that's what yeah his it's mom him. got stabbed he was videoing. oh yeah look at that little vincent look at that little vincent with it looks his like glasses. this guy who plays baby reed plays baby vincent <gasps> oh my god i wonder if it's the same kid <laughs> i don't think so i bet you it might be <laughs> Is that your fun fact? No, but I oh. kind of want to find out. <laughs> All right, we're talking to one of the guys who was going to mug him. Yeah. And Which, like, I would have run far and fast. I love his completely plain brown hat. Yeah. No Not logo. No logo. Nothing. Just brown. Um, so he describes Vincent and how he was, like, walking um, with his head down and whatever. <laughs> he was walking. He was walking. <laughs> All right, they're talking about the clicking. Yep. Okay, and so Morgan Morgan's does like, it. is this what it sounds like? And he's like, yeah. And then he slammed Jay with the knife. Um, so, it's so wild to use the word echolocation in reference to anything but a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're talking about Stanley, a little boy. Stanley. Stanley. My favorite child on this show ever yeah name a better child henry who's henry jj's son oh <laughs> jesus uh-oh okay all right we are at the foster home and he's like and stanley's gone stanley's gone he was and sleeping like, and, and now he's and not he's gone um so they're like walking and they're like what happened like you went to watch tv did you, did you hear, hear anything anything Heart I heard a car beep. Beep twice, and then she's But you like, live in Buffalo. You don't think a thing or two about a car beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up in Buffalo. So, All right, who- Stanley is having trouble breathing. Yeah. He's a little well, sweaty. Yeah. Because he so- shoved bologna bread yeah. into his freaking belly. Yeah. And not the right way. Um, via so eating. Stanley's telling him how the FBI came to his house, and he's like, oh, wow. Cool, the FBI. Cool. And now Stanley's like, they're going to get uh, 
that guy that killed my mom, he stood right next to me. He could have yep. killed me. He didn't. Stanley knows. Yep. Stanley knows. He's touching the car. Oh, boy. Stanley. Stanley. What are you doing? <laughs> Stanley, what are you doing? Stanley. He's just, like, reaching around. He's taking, he's assessing his situation. Yep. Okay, he says he's back, talking about the guy that killed his mom. Okay. And Vincent's right. like, he did a bad thing. At some point, someone's going to be like, we know we're talking about you, right, Vincent? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, obviously, that's I'm the thing. I'm just asking for a friend here. That's okay. kind of, like, the weird fucked up, like, thing of this, obviously, is that Stanley does not know that he's in the car with the man who killed his mom. Yeah. But then he tells Vincent that he wishes that guy would have murdered him, too. Oh. And so Vincent's like, damn, wait, what? <laughs> wait, I done fucked up. What? <laughs> <laughs> I done fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Long fade. This is some of the longest fades to black we've seen in a while. All right. We oh, are yeah. at a carnival. Speaking of Ferris wheels. Speaking of Ferris wheels, duh. The big wheel. Why would it be called a big the big wheel if there was no Ferris wheel? Oh, do they get on the Ferris wheel? Yeah, don't you remember that part? No. I do. I told you I would remember the first half and not the second. Well, yeah. Okay, the man who took Stan was injured right, because this is his bl- blood. Well, and because the other guy for the witness from the mugging was like, yeah, my friend shot him before he died. Yeah. Like, Oh, Vincent is a mentor okay so she knows oh, that Vincent so it's like a Stan. big brother situation okay okay let's cross-reference vincent's name with mentor organizations in buffalo yeah you know how many freaking vincents are in buffalo <laughs> no one knows but this is this is a classic situation where she's gonna be able to figure it out because oh yeah she is garcia all right we figured out who the murder victim was vincent Rowlings is the son of the murder victim in the video from the 80s. Okay. The little boy Ew. who plays young Vincent is not the little boy who plays young Reed. Okay. I have confirmed. Okay. Um, they say that the boy sat with the body of his dead mother for 24 hours. Vincent before the did. police came. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like that guy who murdered or whose babysitter died. Right. And he was with her for like three days. Yeah. Of course, he's not at his apartment. We just busted in the door. Yeah, we, we see all the see blood, bloody, and bloody stuff. clothes. We see the video playing. Yeah, they think that it's voices of somebody, but it's like, nope, just the video. Oh, yeah, boy. now we're watching That's her such get a stabbed stabbing. again. I can't stop. It's literally it. like he he not only like stabs her kind of like lower down, but he like squats as he does it. And so it's <laughs> yeah, like it's very, like a thrust. It's like a thrust. It's like okay, we get it. <laughs> Gosh, I hope my parents don't start listening to this. Oh, yeah, guys, we have to talk about that in a second when we're done. <laughs> okay. uh, all right. So, so she's, she's like, like, yeah, Vincent's like coming around all the time because we're moving. Yeah. And she's like, I'm always there. Like, I am always supervising. Like, he's never alone with him. Um, oh, oh just so a notebook with 29 circled many, many times. So him moving was the trigger. So that's why when he started to they lose think his the shit. circle means a specific location. Come on. Perhaps duh. it is a big wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's drawing the Ferris wheel. 
Dang. Dang. (laughs) There's a little toy Ferris wheel. There's a little Ferris wheel. It's a circle. (laughs) There's a lot of things are circles, guys. I don't think it. This is the best that FBI work. The There's soccer balls. That was the hottest fucking take that I've ever heard. The Ferris it's wheel. Circle. It's a circle. <laughs> All right. There's a there's a Ferris wheel in Buffalo. Perfect. Let's go see there's it. a fucking carnival. Okay. So Hotch is like, I'm gonna stay here in case he comes back to the apartment. I'm gonna and watch Hotch his creepy videos. <laughs> And sees all the footage. All the faces There's the a eyes. stack of DVDs there. Oh, yeah. And Hotch is just watching Disturbed. it. So the look on his face is like, this is <laughs> fucking gross. Okay. All right. At we are at the carnival again. And so Stanley's Stanley like, describe is it to me. Big old smile on his big face. Big old smile. He's so happy to be at this carnival. He looks like Shia LaBeouf, like season one, even Stevens. He does a little bit. It's the haircut. Do you... I reckon I I had to look it up earlier because I was like, oh, like where do I, else do I know this kid from? He's the kid in um, Night at the Museum. <laughs> oh, I've never seen Night at the Museum. <gasps> what? Someday I'll watch that, and you'll watch The Devil Wears Prada. Someday. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> all right, they get on the Ferris wheel, and yep. Vincent's like definitely in pain, and yeah. the operator's like, "You all right, buddy?" Yeah, the carney's like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just get a little nervous about heights." Slash, I'm bleeding profusely from my yeah, abdomen. Yeah, he puts down the bar, which, which absolutely and then landed on his bread wounds. He says, like, he wants you to stop it, stop us at the top. Can you do that? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's the part I hate most about Ferris wheels, when you stop. Oh. Like, up at the top? Like, I don't like that at all. Yeah, you're if just it's going, If it's going, I'm like, okay, cool. But when it stops and you're just <laughs> up at the top, mm-mm. Okay, cool. All right, so they're running through We've the carnival. Arrived. We're running in. Every, they're everybody's, running so fast. Everybody's running. Okay, so they're up at the top, and he and Stanley's oh. like, "Is it beautiful? Can you see the? Can stars? you see the stars, Vincent?" And he's oh, like, "Yeah." Vincent's about to die. He's gonna die in he's this freaking Ferris wheel car. And Stanley's not going to know. And Stanley's going to be Stanley. like, oh, why is he leaning? Oh, He's God. leaning forward. That's stupid, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. I'm stressed. My heartbeat picked up. <laughs> stupid Stanley. That's stupid oh, Stanley. Stanley can't see. He, does he doesn't, not, he doesn't know. know what heights are. He doesn't know. Oh, there they All are. Right. They're like, okay, there he is. And they're like, you can never wish to be dead, Stanley. Okay. Never wish for that. Okay. Tell him he murdered his mom, Vincent. Yeah. Like, what the it's, fuck is happening? They lean back. And so, like, Vincent can see that the FBI oh. is there, obviously. And he's like, I saw my mom die, too. It's like, okay. And like my father, I did some bad things. What do you mean, Vincent? Yeah, Did Stanley's you kill my like, mom? the fuck? And he's like, you're going to oh, hear boy. things about me, like, and they're bad. Bad shit. And Stanley's Don't like, Don't wish what? you're dead. Like, Stanley is definitely kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's, he's connected some dots over there. He's connected some dots, and he's like, holy shit, I'm in this Ferris wheel <laughs> with this dude. He's, like, fidget, like fidgeting. But and it's like, like, don't mess with that bar, bro. Like, that's no, the only thing No, dude, that's you keeping in. you alive there. Okay, now they're holding hands. Yeah. Well, that's weird. I, this Vincent's I just... looking at Stanley. Yeah, and oh, he, they touch foreheads. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, you helped me to, to see. see. To see what? Like, I don't know. What the fuck is he talking about? And then Stanley's like, uh, can we keep going, please? Yeah, he's like, I'm enough. I'm having enough of this. Oh, but then like Vincent's kind of looking like maybe he, the blood loss is getting to him. He's yeah, to breathe he's breathing really hard. hard. He looks like a fish out of water. And he's like, I don't think we can go around another time. I wish you were my dad. Oh, Stan Christ. <laughs> Stanley, Stanley. And Morgan's like, get this Them damn Ferris down. wheel moving. Yeah. I can't believe it took that long. You... They showed up like two minutes ago. Yeah, no, they definitely like. And we get down. Vincent's for sure dead, and Stanley's yeah. for real. You can see out. the puddle of blood on the seat from where he was like bleeding out. You and thought Stanley Mud was a cool man. Wait till you hear about <laughs> puddle, puddle of blood. <laughs> All right, so Morgan's like, okay, Stanley, like, come with me, but, like, let go of the dead man. Like, yeah, let's keep going. Let's go. Come on. You're fine. Something about Morgan carrying a child is just. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful sight. Such a special child. Although, (laughs) Stanley is definitely an old enough, big enough kid that he shouldn't be carried at this point, so it looks kind of funny. He's also blind. I know that, but it's like, (laughs) you know, when you see, like, some adult holding a kid that is, like, too old to be carried, and it's just like, yeah, it's funny. There's a very specific instance I'm thinking of. Yeah. Lady at the Frick, who was (laughs) her child in a carrier. Yes. And the child was as big as Stanley. Okay, so his foster mom is there, and she's holding him, and he starts to cry. Um and Morgan's like, what's what's up, what's kid? What's going on, dude? So we got uh, some face touching. Yeah, and he's like, did he did, did he, he kill, kill my, my mom? mom? And it's like, yeah, dude, he killed your mom. Crying. Oh, everybody's this kid crying. Is me. This kid is, is getting me. A great little actor. I would like, like. Oh, he's got the nostril flare and everything. Like, yeah, dude, he's a little flushed. Oh God, that's some sincere acting. Damn. What has that kid gone on to do? Nothing. I looked. Oh, man. I mean, some things, but nothing like so big much potential that you would notice. There. Mark Gordon. What Mark Gordon, that's I could have used 10 more minutes. You could have used 10 more minutes? I wanted more. That's oh, a heavy what? episode. There's a lot to unpack there. Is there? The sight, wheels, eyes are wheels. <laughs> Stanley was blind. You're looking but more He into helped the Vincent to see. Vincent used cameras. There's just a lot. It's they're yeah. laying it on thick. They this are. Is, we're at a barbecue restaurant and they're laying it on thick. <laughs> just they really are hitting you. So do you over like the that, that they're laying it on thick, or do you? Yeah, not? you do. Uh, it's a delicious barbecue sauce for me. I fucking hate it. I don't like this episode. I don't know why I like it. Is it the long johns? <laughs> Is it the absurdity? Is it the bread stuffing? Is, Is it, it the bread? Truly, the bread is a turning point. Is it the it wheel? Is so absurd. <laughs> I don't like this episode. It's a circle. It's a circle. Ferris wheel. It's a circle. <laughs> um, I, I don't like this episode. And I think that. So I mentioned at the beginning, and I now I stand by my statement, which is that I think it starts out strong, and then it kind of loses its steam. 
when they throw in this weird element of this kid yes that's my thing like so like the idea and the premise of like oh like it's a guy who has ocd he's videotaping his his crimes like and then he sends it to the fbi like it as basically to be like hey stop me that is all interesting i'm all on board for that i find that to be an interesting premise but it's like somewhere along the way we like fucking veer off course to him being obsessed with Stanley and it's well weird. I don't think it's weird. I do. I because do. I think it would have been more boring of an episode if it had just been him videotaping these murders yeah and sending them in and having ocd yeah the kid adds this element of like his own humanity him being vincent like yeah the kid makes him want to stop and like yeah he relates to the kid it's his redemption arc like he wants to be better he sees himself in the kid he wants to be better he wants to like have this relationship with this kid because he sees himself in this kid. Yeah. I get that. And I'll give you that. Like, I agree with you. Here's what I think's unnecessary. Okay. Him. The Ferris Killing. <laughs> no. Him <laughs> killing the lady who shows up at his house. Why yes. do we need that? Yes. That, nothing. That had nothing. It did nothing for us. Yes. Except for set us up to have the profile also, in an alley. Also, the weird mugging is weird. Well, he has to get shot. No, I get that because it's like, oh, more tragic that he's like run out of time. But I feel like, oh. like, like that's what I it's feel like. It's a circle, a gunshot circle. <laughs> this is a circle. <laughs> I, I feel like the mugging, the purpose that the mugging holds, like you said, is that he has to get shot because that adds to the stakes and the tragedy of it, which is that like he knows he's run out of time. He knows that Stanley is moving away. Like this is like he just kind of, you know, he can't be stopped kind of thing. So, OK, now he's just going to die and it's going to like whatever. I get that. But it's just I, I don't know. I feel like the whole episode like. I'm on board with it from what you described. I think you're right. Like, the kid thing does add a mo- an interesting kind of, like you said, more layers. It makes it more <laughs> more layered. It's more interesting Like a delicious trifle. Like a delicious trifle. Got your peas, your audience, and, yeah. your, <laughs> and your lady fingers. Um, but I... <laughs> Ten but points if you need to get it. I think... I, I still feel like it's maybe not executed all of that well. And I totally agree with you. The lady, the lady neighbor friend, whoever she fucking is that I shows think she up. she's a coworker. Coworker. I, I, she, do, that doesn't serve a purpose. It's other than him devolving, I guess, of just but like he's, he's already control. devolving. Right. Because Stanley. Right. Like. I just. Yeah, she's not necessary. She makes it. She just yeah. kind of. Kind of veers the whole storyline off course for a second in a weird yeah. way and it's and it's a weird and then i guess like it's also weird because like she's just like she's a weird character like she can like her <laughs> yeah. coming in and like standing and just like smiling at the peephole for five minutes and then he finally comes to the door and then she's like oh hey like you're yeah. a clean boy <laughs> like boo, boo, boo. And it's just like what are you doing like what is I happening i guess the only they do glean his first name from her. That's when they figure out what his Do first they? name is. No, they don't. 
they like get right it. when they find her body. But it has nothing to do with her. They get it from the camera shop that he was a customer at. That's how they find out what his first name is. Because they have the sketch from the video. And then oh. they're like, they're, they're okay, canvassing okay. around town. And then somebody at the camera shop is like, oh, yeah, like, that's a customer mm. of ours. Like, his name's Vincent. That's all I know. So mm. it has nothing to do with her. Like, what is her purpose? Yeah, she does. That's just five wasted minutes. It's they probably thought, minutes. you know what? We're not we're not quite filling out our 40-ish minutes here. Somebody add an extra scene in, please. Yeah. And then I guess maybe the other thing that I feel like doesn't fit and doesn't make sense is like, okay, so we do, we obviously, the connection between him and Stanley is that Vincent kills Stanley's mom. And so like Stanley is a witness, but obviously because he's blind, like he doesn't really see what happens. He just is there. And so that's the like, you know, connection that they have. But they made a big to do about the fact that Vincent only killed people in very controlled situations where he knew that he wasn't going to get caught but he kills stanley's mom like outside like in her backyard like that doesn't make sense and like that doesn't fit with like he didn't know that she had a kid kid. was there like that doesn't track it seems like he's very meticulous right his mo is not well thought out right by the writers. Right. It, not well conveyed. Right. Like, like obviously, not, we not understand that his MO is a direct correlation right. to his dad right. killing his mom. Like, that makes sense. But it's like, they make a, like, they do so much in the beginning to, like, make a point about his OCD and, like, about, about like, the fact that he, you know, he kills these women in situations where he knows, like, there aren't going to be any witnesses. And it's like, I guess we're supposed to believe he got sloppy, like, when he killed yeah. Stanley's mom. But, like, I don't know. So I just, I there's some holes in it that I have issue with. And I just, it's not The my circle favorite. thing is really the worst for me. <laughs> Why did it have to be th- that? Why was it like that? I don't understand. Yeah. And they really make it seem like, like. I don't know. Like, Vincent knew Stanley, knew Stanley's foster mom, knew right. Stanley was leaving. Right. They kind of set it up like he's going to kidnap, like they're going to run away together. Right. But then but it's they're like, just nope, going we're just on like go one last Ferris wheel, wheel ride. <laughs> yeah. Why did that have to be a secret? Why did right. they have to like sneak out? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, understand. yeah, that's a good point. That, that's the other, maybe that's the other thing that's kind of bugging me is it's like, it's all of this weird build up to this fucking Ferris wheel, but it's like, what's so significant about Ferris wheels? Like, why do they need to <laughs> yeah. go there? Like, what is the point of all of that? Like, yeah, like if Vincent wanted to take him to a fucking carnival, why wouldn't he just say to the foster mom, like, hey, I want to take him to a carnival? Like, right. We like building these things together. Yeah. Let's go see one in real life yeah. and get on it. So that's where, maybe that's where my real mm-hmm. issue is where it falls apart and just kind of is like what, like you said, they're trying to do too many things. They're trying to put too much symbolism into weird things and so while the maybe the very like foundation of the episode is promising they just they start throwing on too many toppings and mm-hmm. then it becomes and it's like just too many like it's, it's almost there much. it's too it's like much. just a little bit too much it's not i feel like there was an episode halfway through the season that was just like they yeah. were throwing everything but the kitchen sink at, at you yeah but yeah, this yeah. one it's just like like when you're obsessively working on something and you like just keep 
you're working on an art piece and you just keep adding things. Yeah, yeah. And then you step back and you're like, wait, I fucked I it all up. <laughs> <laughs> you're adding yeah. spices to your dinner and then all of a sudden you right. taste it and you're like, shit, I can't that's come back from that. salty as hell. I can't do anything <laughs> about that. Yeah. That's, that's maybe, I think, thank you for helping me kind of unwrap my problem with it, but I think that that's what it is. I think that yeah. it's all those things kind of together that I just, it just, I can't. The kid is so good, though. He's so good. And you know what's interesting? That is really redeeming for me. It's a good, also a good episode for some nice Morgan moments. It is. Not too many. It's not very team heavy. It's really not. They're Garcia heavy. But barely. But barely. It's it's another one of those episodes. She has that weird video. (laughs) Yeah. It's another one of those episodes where they're the team's kind of not in it. Like they kind yeah. of don't do much, which happens from but time they to do time. Solve it. Like they solve they do. it. Like they do, but like But it's not as much like standing around figuring stuff out because we have to spend more time with the unsubs. Yeah. And the, with Stanley. Yes, because we so have we don't to, have as much time. Yeah. So the team is to like show almost, the team doing they're stuff. almost like secondary to yeah. you know, when it comes to screen time. But yeah, I mean it's inter- yeah, like the the kid that plays Stanley is incredible in this episode. Yeah. And is he, I mean, he gives all of the emotional resonance to this episode. Mm-hmm. That's all on him. It's interesting to me thinking back to, like, the episode we watched last week. Another kid actor who was mm. also very good, but in a very different way. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, the other end of the emotional like, spectrum. Very fucking creepy. Whereas yeah. this kid is just like giving it to you with the tears and the nostril flares and the just like, like he's very earnest and like very like just yeah. like I don't I don't know. He's also a very cute kid, like very cute yeah. Kid. But yeah. yeah, good job casting director. Good nailed it. Job casting director. Um, Absolutely nailed it. But yeah, so that's kind of that's all I've got. That's that's the that on that, as they say. Um, um yes, my parents are watching Criminal Minds. Yes. <laughs> um. So did she my parents spring who, that? On, did your mom spring that on you all of a sudden and just be like, "Hey, we're watching I think Criminal it was, Minds"? The other day, I went to help. So they babysit my niece every Saturday for most of the day. So occasionally, my mom will ask me or my brother. Uh, if we can come help babysit because spending eight hours with a four-year-old is a lot. Yeah. So I was there on Saturday to help babysit and my dad just goes, guess what we started watching? And I said, <laughs> I, I was racking my brain. I, I said, I don't know what. And he goes, criminal mind. So they've taken the leap. Uh, I asked if they were going to start listening to the podcast. They still maintain no. They will not. <laughs> Which is okay. Which is okay. Um... But at this point now, my conversion of the family is complete. They were the last ones who hadn't watched it. So Criminal Minds fans over in the McMaster's house. Totally. Uh, I did ruin Mandy Patinkin's exit for them. (laughs) So they had like no cultural awareness whatsoever of Criminal Minds. None. What was their reaction when you told them that Mandy Patinkin leaves? (laughs) (laughs) They just kind of, I told them that when we were eating, I think we were eating lunch and they just like looked up from their plates like, (laughs) like a true They undoubtedly, they undoubtedly are those people who are 
partially in it for Mandy Patinkin. They're right. big Patinkin heads. <laughs> um, <laughs> or like my, they just really like a um, a revered actor. Sure. Um, I I really I can't believe this is Criminal Minds. You know, I've said it before gently, but it's it's not a highbrow show. No. It's a little more lowbrow than I would ever expect my parents to watch. Do they? I mean, do they watch other, like, crime procedural type no. shows? So this is no. really out of left field they, for them. They're big British crime shows. They did Broadchurch. Okay. Um, the other ones, I don't know. <laughs> I don't watch <laughs> the British crime shows. Broadchurch. No, uh, the other ones. Okay, well that's interesting. So it's like they watch Blacklist, I guess. Mm-hmm, you like Blacklist, mm-hmm. um, which like kind of in the same wheelhouse as Criminal Minds, but not really. But I think yeah. um, I think they gave up on it. Yeah, well that's fair. Uh, so whether they whether they want to admit it or not, I feel like their inspiration to watch it must have something to do with us. Yes, like, it it absolutely has to. Yeah, um, I asked. I asked my dad what really prompted them to turn it on. Yeah. They had to make that choice in that moment. They made that choice, yes. So, you know, they're empty nesters. Uh, They are quarantining together, of course. Uh, They watch a lot of TV, as old people do, and young people. I was going to say, I was like, we're we're here. We're talking about it. So they've watched a lot of stuff, they've watched Mm -hmm. it all. Mm hmm. And so they turned to each other the other day and just okay. said, well, yeah, do you want to start this? Well, yeah, because it probably came. I mean, as we know, Criminal Minds is a big streamer for Netflix. Absolutely. So it, it probably came up on their like thing on mm-hmm. Netflix. And so they probably you know, they did what we all do at one point or another where we're like, should we just do it? Like, should we just give yeah. it a shot? <laughs> and that's what they <laughs> did. Kelly watches it. Yeah. Well, good for Kelly them. I hope that they. It. I hope that they continue on their journey. I know you said they're only one episode in. They've only watched episode one, and um, as we all know, not the strongest not of pilots. No. So, you know, um, we'll see. I'll keep you posted if they do watch more. Earlier, t- earlier today, Kelly and I were talking about it, and I asked how far they had gotten, and she said they had only watched one episode. And then Kelly goes, "But I told them they got to keep watching. They got to go to like at least season three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so disheartening to someone <laughs> that you're saying like, hey, the show kind of sucks right now, but like keep watching, not for like one or two or half a season, but two entire seasons. <laughs> well, it gets better. It Once does. Once you get rid of Mandy and you get Joe, it gets better. And we know and that some of Emily. you guys- You we, get Emily. Yeah. We know that some of you guys disagree with us on the Mandy Patinkin front. You guys were big- Mandy I mean, Patinkin he's not the fans. worst part of the first two seasons. He's not. There's listen, it's just Mandy the writing. Pat- honest, yeah, like Mandy Patinkin is really not the main problem with the early, you know, episodes of Criminal Minds. He is a contributing factor to what we consider to be kind of like the before and after of like when mm-hmm. it gets good. Like his right. exit, There's a metamorphosis coming. Yeah, his exit corresponds with an evolution that the show goes through. And we've talked about this at length, so it's not really worth, like, like you know, beating over the head. But it's just kind of, like, 
him leaving frees up the show to become more of the ensemble that it is. And that is what yeah. ultimately becomes its main strength. Yeah, and the, the writing just beauty. gets better. Like the it writing does. gets better. They let go a little bit of their realism and shit gets weirder yes. and crazier. And it's becomes the show we know and love. So. Yeah. My dad went on to make a dad joke comment and say, <gasps> when does when does Dharma show up? <laughs> and I really restrained myself to say, you know, he also gets kicked off oh, the show. Oh my God. For you would flipping his lid. You would absolutely ruin everything I left for that, them. I left that one in the, in the back pocket. Good, good, good self-control on your part. Um, I feel like it's safe for me to tease people that show up. But yeah. I w- can no longer spoil people. Who Dude, I wish Jenna Elfman had been on the show at some point. That would have been a really great yeah. just kind of like Easter Then that led them to being like, wait, what does she do anymore? And they were like, what has she been in? I don't know. Like, you know, parents recently. bantering. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. So, I mean, keep it up. I told Kelly, like, if they keep watching it, I, 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 would, I hope that they keep watching it. And I think it would be funny if every once in a while you just check in with them and just see where they're at. And then just be yeah. like, what do you think? Like, give me a two second, <laughs> do like a two sentence, like, thought on it. Because your mom would absolutely not mince her words. And I just feel like I really want to know what she thinks. Yeah. I can't. I really, I'm amazed that they didn't. So they told me that on Saturday. I saw them again yesterday, which was Monday. They hadn't watched any more. What did they watch? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what have you guys been doing? They like that to me. I mean, is a my bad dad, time. my dad built like um, my niece's birthday is today. What we're recording. Happy birthday, Betty! Happy birthday, Betty! So my dad was building her this intense like sand table. Ah, uh, yeah. So maybe he was busy, like, doing that. Yeah. Uh, and getting that finished for her. Um, I also feel like that may be slightly a generational thing. I feel like mm, older generations are less bingers. likely to do the binge thing. Like, mm-hmm. like my pa- like I know my parents binge stuff, but my parents are much more likely to be like, yes, we watched an episode of something and then... You know, we went and did something else. Whereas, like, our generation, it's like, oh, like, we're watching TV tonight, which means like we're going to watch, like, five episodes of something. Yeah. Like, and so yeah. it's like, I hope that that's not a sign that they're going to give up on it because I really would love to know more <laughs> about their journey. I hope they watch more. I'll check in. Please do. I'll see them this weekend for Easter, so. Yeah. I, um, I feel like that's worth it. Did we sure. have, I feel like we had another little bit. Oh. About the show? You're going to double stamp my recommendation. Yes, but let's do that. Or Well, who's when first? When we get to recommendations, yeah. I don't know who's first. I don't either. Do you want me to go first and then we can just do like a full on like yeah, recommendation yeah. conversation first. at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. works because I just have a nice, quick, fun little fun fact for okay. you. Um, nothing too crazy. I like crazy. my fun facts fun. <laughs> and quick. Um, <laughs> uh, so earlier, if you guys follow us on Instagram, which... You should be if you haven't been already. Earlier this podcast. podcast. Um earlier this week, you may have seen that we posted a poll about the whole sexiest bald man thing, right? Because if you really need to kind of go back into it if you've been, you know, not paying attention to pop culture for the last week or so. 
there was a weird news story that came out what like i don't know like over the weekend or a little like yeah, late last week mm. about some computer algorithm that determined that prince william is the sexiest bald man <laughs> i read a little bit more about the computer algorithm. will you explain it to me because i don't understand where so this came from. it determined this based on google searches okay and how frequently people search like william bald bald sexy or something okay like how frequently those words came up together so he's not the sexy compared bald to bald man he's just the most searched bald man well no 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 <laughs> like how frequently the words prince okay. william sexy bald man sexy had to up. be in there okay yeah so anyway so it, it comes Beat out, out freaking Tucci, yeah the rock and so obviously if you're on twitter if you're on instagram like whatever there was this massive like cultural uproar of like are you fucking kidding like how can <laughs> Did you the rest say of the that bald men like, die you've let yeah like it's like how as long as stanley tucci is walking this earth can we say that like that prince william has that has that title like it just doesn't make sense and so people obviously were listening listing a bunch of other men that could you know potentially fill that fill that category and shamar is obviously for us he's at the, the top of my list in the yeah, yeah mine too him like, and tay diggs in the oh yes yes tay diggs didn't make a lot of people's lists he didn't but he's that's a but valid he's an, addition he's a beautiful bald man yes and so and so, yeah, so we put that on our poll, kind of. And I looked at the responses. I mean, obviously, Shamar got a lot of love on that yeah. from a lot of people, which makes a lot of sense for all of us here at the podcast being big fans yeah. of Criminal Minds. And so I was going to do – this is such a long-rounded, long-winded way of talking <laughs> about my fun fact. I can't wait to fact, see where this goes. But <laughs> it was kind of, like, meant to be when I found this fun fact. So pardon, like, the long explanation in the beginning. <laughs> I was going to do a Shamar Moore fun fact anyway because I remembered that he, of all of the team members, he kind of was the one that stuck out the most mm. in this episode. Yeah. And I felt like I've been doing a lot of fun facts about like guest stars and I haven't done yeah. one about a team member in a while. So I wanted to do that. And so I, you know, went in and I, I have like a, like a list <laughs> and it's only for Shamar Moore. I don't know why. <laughs> I have a list of Shamar Moore fun facts, like just like a running list that as I find them, I keep them and then I try to like <laughs> slot them in. But I found a new one that is so perfect, just and timely for this whole conversation about his beautiful bald head. And the fun fact for today is that while we would all agree that these days Shamar Moore is one of the world's sexiest bald men, when he was in high school... Um, his friends would refer to his long, beautiful curls oh. as curls for the girls. And that was like his like nickname, basically, when he was in high school. Oh, I have to find a picture. And I would absolutely love anyone who can find a photo of Shamar Moore in high school. But apparently curls. he had long luscious curls and i don't know if that means it was a mullet i don't know what we're dealing with but his, you, why would it be a mullet because the description said his long curls in the back oh. <laughs> 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 which i'm like well that's describing a mullet <sighs> but yeah they called him curls for the girls and that was just like which like listen you have to imagine that Shamar Moore in high school probably was getting a lot of ladies and getting a lot of attention from. Oh, yeah. Like, how could he not? 
I mean, geez, have you looked at him recently? Like, oh, I found a picture. Oh my god, will you text it? It to is me? a mullet. I knew it. It had to have been. <laughs> we're gonna I'm post it. it to we're po- we're gonna post it on Instagram. We have to. When I searched curls for the girls, it also brought up videos of him doing bicep curls. Mm. Oh, another video that I wouldn't mind watching. <laughs> These pictures can't be real. <laughs> pictures of him doing curls. No, of him <gasps> with curls. Oh my god. You guys. Stop. We're oh, it's on these. his Instagram. Mm-hmm. He posted it January 2nd, 2019. They he are posted ab- one. They're absolutely real. That's Peach be- fuzz mustache. That's Half a it- bottle of curl activator to make my curls and shag glisten. <laughs> oh my god. The girls weren't ready. But I was too shy to get the phone number. Hashtag no game. Oh, that's the cutest <laughs> thing. Oh, my God. We are absolutely going to post Hope this. I'm starting your year off with a smile, dot, 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 or just giggle yo ass off. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, if you have some time, just, yeah, just Google it because now I'm just going through the, all of the photos and, like. <laughs> I can't believe you did it before, like, you I had that fun fact lined I didn't up. Have ti- I didn't have time because I found it, like, right before we did it. <laughs> oh, it's gold. <sighs> it's gold. That's oh, beautiful. The As- mustache. So anyway, Curls for the Girls is an apt name based on the photos that I just looked at. Oh, yeah. And it's made better by the fact that he's like, yeah, I was shy as fuck and I had no game whatsoever. (laughs) Hashtag no game. Hashtag no game. Hashtag (laughs) Curls for the Girls. Uh, Well, that was a fun fact. There you go. So (laughs) I have another one that I was going back and forth, but I was like, "Ugh, I have to do this one just because it fits so well with the whole conversation. I see what you meant. Yeah. It was just too timely. I couldn't not do it. So yeah, there you go. Um, What is your recommendation? recommendation? Yes. Okay. So this week I'm recommending, I I was really struggling to think of what to recommend this week, but uh, I had a delicious new food in my life the other day okay um i don't know if i've shared it on here before or not but during the pandemic cassie and i have allowed ourselves to eat fun cereals periodically usually we try not to have sugary cereals in the house yeah because that's just too strong of a temptation because Mm -hmm. i get it cereal is so good um, we can't not we can't have cereal just like period in our house because like if we do like Stephen will just eat it as a snack constantly like he mm. can't he won't just like eat it at breakfast like he'll just like yeah it, it'll be gone in a day like it's just yeah. <laughs> it's too much I've really so Cassie eats cereal for breakfast kind of every day but I as you know Kelsey mm-hmm. my daily breakfast is yogurt and granola yes but on the weekends I do cereal oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let loose a little, you know. Go wild. Yeah. (laughs) So I bought... So around Easter time, uh, Reese's Pieces comes out... Not Reese's Pieces. Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs comes out with a a bunny-shaped cereal, which is usually what I get as my... That's my Easter time fun cereal now that we're two years into this uh, pandemic. Mm -hmm. Year two of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hadn't been able to find it. So I got myself an alternative fun cereal for the Easter times. Okay. It is... Crave, and it is the chocolate chip cookie dough flavor. Is Crave the cereal where it's like the chocolate's inside? Yes. And in the commercials, so they like eat each other? 
Yeah, okay. it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I like Crave came on the scene like what, like five years ago, maybe. I think it started in England because I saw a BuzzFeed oh. video where like Brits tried American cereal and Americans tried British cereal. Yeah. And the Brits had Americans try Crave. So it must have started there and then come here. Interesting. But this is chocolate chip cookie dough, which is wow. one of my favorite indulgences. Yeah. I love cookie dough so, 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 so much. Um, You really would have enjoyed those cupcakes I made then. Ugh. They were really Make good. them for me someday. I will someday. Um, this cereal, it's just really good. Crave is really good. Uh, what I would compare it, if you've never had it, the outside is like a more, uh, safe for your mouth Captain Crunch. A more safe Cap- for your mouth. <laughs> you know, Captain Crunch is really aggressive on the yeah. roof of your mouth. It uh, is. Crave, it's, it's like they don't, they don't harden the outer. There's no, like, sugary out, outside coating. Okay. But it's crunchy, but and then you crunchy. get into the middle, and there's chocolate. But in your scenario, so, there, where does the cookie dough come in? There's no cookie dough. It's just like chocolate chip cookie flavored. It's okay. uh, Here's how I described it before I even ate it, and then it ended up being true. Cookie crisp mm. with chocolate in the middle. Okay, okay. Like a pillow of cookie crisp. I gotcha. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. It's a rare cereal. I feel like most cereals I prefer dry and i don't love a lot of milk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, because i don't love when my cereal gets soggy i'm in terms of textures i prefer a crunchy food versus a soggy food yeah um fair is that why i don't like soup (laughs) 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 what a revelation (laughs) that she doesn't like soup (laughs) But you want to know what's funny? When you said that, when you were like, is that why I don't like soup? The first soup that popped into my head was tomato soup. And I was oh. like, there's nothing in tomato soup that's soggy. <laughs> but you're right. Like a noodle. The soup itself is sog. But <laughs> it's liquid, which is different yeah, than sog. That is inherently the source of the sog. It's a drink. <laughs> yes, if it's just liquid, it's a drink. But is that your issue with soup? That it's just a drink? Or is it that the stuff that's in the soup is soggy? No. So that's not your issue. That's not why you don't like soup. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway. You don't like soup. That's a totally different (laughs) issue. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, it gets really good when it's in milk. Um, Well, yeah, all cookies are good in milk. It's just, it's good. It's really, really good. And I have just about enough left for one more bowl, so I'm already Ooh, looking forward to it. Yeah. But plot twist: I when I I went to Aldi today, and they had the Reese's Bunnies, so oh, I bought those too. Yeah. So it's a double treat cereal. We usually it's like every few months we'll be like, I haven't had a treat cereal in a while. I'm gonna get a box. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's your late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, in a in a <laughs> nutshell, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's a good. That's one. my recommendation. So let's flashback, rewind. Yes. Uh, two weeks episode mm-hmm. is I for Icky because I just started listening to the recommendation because mm-hmm. I'm a little behind on the podcast again. Yes, yes. Um, I recommended the podcast Sinisterhood. She did. Kelsey checked it out. I checked it out. I like I said when she recommended it. I'm in a place in my life where I was needing some. I was needing an infusion of some fresh podcasts to my collection, 
Um, and so I gave it a shot. I, I was very confident that you were, you know, pointing me in the right direction. Like, I mean, just based on the description, I was like, yes, this is absolutely something that like we're both into, but I really was, I mean, not disappointed in any way, shape or form in terms of how funny it is. Like right off of the bat. It's hilarious. This is absolutely hilarious. And I, so again, I mentioned actually, I, I was thinking about it at the time that we were talking about it, that you recommended it. I was talking how I don't, I haven't been listening to podcasts like super consistently because my main reason that I normally listen to podcasts has been really kind of not present in my life which is driving that's usually when I Mm. you know listen Mm -hmm. and commuting back and forth from work but it just so happened that I was working on Saturday and so I was like this is perfect like I'll you know listen to something in the car and then like you know I was by myself in the office pretty much all day so I was like you know this will be good I'll listen to it by the time I was like pulling into the parking lot at work (laughs) I was laughing so hard that I was crying. And this was like, I mean, we're talking about like 20 minutes into the first episode and I was laughing so hard that I was crying. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. And so like I listened to like three more episodes throughout the course of working. And by the time I had listened to that, I was like, I am fully fucking hooked. This is absolutely Mm -hmm. the best. They are the best. I love their dynamic. It's hilarious. They They are both super funny. And they, they, you know, they talk about stuff that's not just murder, which I think I also appreciate because, like, I love my favorite murder, but it's like, yeah, you do kind of get to the point where you're like, if I have to listen to one more, you know, like, episode about just, like, some terrible man killing a bunch of women. And so they shake it up with other things like urban legends and just kind of strange disappearances and, like, and stuff like that. So it kind of makes it, it makes it for a little bit different. So it is creepy, but, like, it's still funny. And so, yeah, it's just, I'm obsessed with it now. Like, Steven's getting super annoyed at this point because I keep <laughs> just, like, sometimes I'm just, like, laughing and he doesn't know what I'm laughing yeah. about. And then, like, I try to explain it and it doesn't come across. And I, yep. there have been multiple times over the last several days that I've been, like, so in the podcast I'm listening to? And he's like, yes, I get it. <laughs> like, you're fucking listening to this podcast. Yeah. I, like... Kelly also knows because when I'm really enjoying a podcast that she has recommended to me, I just like text her quotes from it as I I come up to them. I love it. So it's like today I was listening to the episode that they do about like the Kennedy family curse and I was I was absolutely dying because one of them, I think it's Heather says that Ted Kennedy looks like a frog who wished that he could be a man and the wish comes true. And I was like, oh my God. It's the best description, but it's so funny. And I was laughing so hard. And then I just, so I was listening into it with my um, headphones in because I was finishing up some work. And so I had my headphones in and like on my phone, but then I was going to kind of transition to like having a snack slash like sort of starting to make dinner. And so I unplugged my headphones and I just had it playing. And like right as I did that Stephen walked in and they were talking about Joseph Kennedy and one of them is just like Joseph Kennedy loved to fuck and like (laughs) Stephen was like what the fuck are you listening to (laughs) but anyway it's so good so I mean if for anybody who's maybe like thinking about checking it out or thinking about taking Kelly's 
recommendation or even if you were for some reason doubting her recommendation i am here why to put, would you why would you but i'm putting another <laughs> stamp of approval on it to say that this is both kelly and kelsey tested and kelly and kelsey approved because it really is so good and it's it's, it's so, so silly funny. and it's so funny it's it's just the best i love it i just started they do a three episode arc on ted bundy mm. that i just started mm-hmm. and i just finished the first episode so they just do like it, his background like up to when he starts murdering mm-hmm. yeah and it's hilarious they kind of they they one of the first things they talk about is like what like wondering why people think he's hot and they yeah. immediately say he looks like frida kahlo because <laughs> <laughs> of the eyebrow he had like a year ago that's exactly it yes <laughs> it was cracking me up yeah i'll say so cassie similar to steven cassie hears me giggle and yeah. then like looks at me to be like what are you laughing at yeah and so then I'll try to like explain. You can never explain what was it funny. accurately. I finally and, I made him listen to the in and out <laughs> story because I was like, I am not doing this justice. I need you to listen to it. They continue. They referenced it in an episode I listened to yesterday, and I'm into like I'm halfway through 2019. Like it keeps coming up. But Cassie is getting very annoyed because, as I said when I originally recommended it, they're from Texas. Oh, yeah. Uh, and knowing me, as you guys do, I love an accent. Uh, she does. She loves it. Cassie <laughs> Cassie hates my accents. And uh, so every time I try to tell a story from Sinisterhood, I talk like I'm from Texas. And she goes, you're going too hard. You're too thick. It's too much. <laughs> and I was like, I, I can't do a mild Texas you accent. You are right, though, that like somehow their accents make it more pleasant. And I don't yes! know why, but it does. Like It makes it more it helps. It just, it adds to it. And it just like it does. makes it better. And I, I don't know why. Another thing I love about it. So you think about Texas and listen, we're from, you're from Chicago. Yeah. But you live in Pittsburgh. Like we are Northerners. Mm-hmm. We are East Coasters kind of. Yeah. I'm an East Coasterners. Yeah. Um, even though we live six hours from the coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now I forget what I was going to say. I, I have oh, a feeling what we you generalize. Really I, f- I have generalized feelings about Texas that mm-hmm. are not right. It's a big state. There's all sorts of people there. Yeah. And we know it's an evolving state. But they're from Dallas, which I, I think of to be a particularly conservative place. I don't know why. I but think- they they aren't. I think that Dallas is an interesting place because, you you know, you typically think so a place like Texas, I think, is interesting because, yes, like overall, the state skews conservative because it's mostly rural. So, mm-hmm. you know, that plays into it. And then you think about any state like, you know, even ours, like you you look at like yeah. Pennsylvania, it's like <laughs> when there's election maps, it's like, oh, well, look at all the red. And then there's just like, <laughs> two blue dots, two blue dots on either side of the yeah. state. And so Texas, I think, like you know dallas being a large city in texas like urban centers tend to skew blue but yes i think you're right it is still it's more conservative than say like austin which is a right is their probably most liberal city yeah that's their bluest hub yeah yeah i mostly think of it like that i had uh i know someone who went to seminary in dallas Mm mm-hmm uh, and that's where she met her husband in seminary. So the only people, the only Dallas stories I know are about uh, the Lord. Mm. <laughs> so, 
So this is really painting Dallas in a new color for me, which yeah. I love. So yeah, um, it's it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun, and I I do feel like it's it's kind of a similar thing to kind of what we do, which is like it's not a super like produced podcast. Not like, at it's all. Just yep. the two of them sitting in a room. You know, the one's husband about is the editor, um, and so. It's, but it's just like, like I said, they have such a clearly like great rapport with each other and like a great back and forth. They're both hilarious. Um, You know, they both kind of come at it from like, it's like one of them is the skeptic. One of them is the one that, you know, believes in more stuff. And so. One is the Kelsey and one is the Kelly. One is the Kelsey and one is Kelly. (laughs) But yeah, so it's, it's good. So if you were thinking about it or you haven't done it yet or you, you know, were kind of not sure, give it a shot. You will not be disappointed. It is hilarious and so much fun eh, don't try to listen to it before you go to bed not only because i think it i found that it's like yes like some i mean obviously some of the stories they tell are creepy but more so it's just like it overstimulizes me like Mm. because i'm stimulizes stimulizes me (laughs) some might say stimulates yeah that that didn't sound right (laughs) when i said it um it overstimulates me because I'm too interested in, like, it's too funny. It's like, yeah. I can't watch it, or I can't listen to it before I go to bed, because, like, it just gets me all, like, I'm, like, laughing, and then I, and it's like, obviously, I get want- all riled up. I get all riled up. <laughs> I told you I listened to the Lost Girls of Panama episode before I went to bed, and I was up until, like, two in the morning. <laughs> like, I couldn't <laughs> sleep. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Ooh, I do also have one more. I know we're, like, really running into, like, I don't- long Bring it time. on. I do have, like, kind of a mini recommendation of my own. Okay. Okay. Um, which is, if you have Peacock, which is, like, you know, a streaming service that maybe is, it's newer, so maybe you don't hear, you don't have it, or you, but if you have Comcast, <laughs> you definitely have it, because you get it for free. Uh-huh. Um, if you have Peacock, there is a true crime doc on Peacock, <laughs> rhymes, um, <laughs> about John Wayne Gacy, and Did I told you, you that- I told you that we were cocaine? watching this. No, I didn't take cocaine. <laughs> did you take cocaine? Like nobody. What did I say? <laughs> Snort? Do. Are you on cocaine or did you do cocaine? <laughs> did you take cocaine? That's like me, something. Me. And F, like a. What is that's it? Like a DEA agent. Did you that... take cocaine? <laughs> yeah. It's like that's something Nart. like your mom is like, did you do the, did you take the cocaine? Um. <laughs> No, sorry. I just was like thinking about too many things at once. There is she got a too excited. She a, was too overstimulated. I was overstimulated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were just talking the other day about how I'm the idiot on the podcast who things says up. things that are not real. They're not actual <laughs> words. Um, However, there is a show. It is actually six episodes, which oh is my longer goodness. for a true crime series. Um, but it's about John Wayne Gacy. Um, it's called Devil in Disguise, I think. Um, and it's interesting. I don't nor, I don't always gravitate towards the stuff about the like the big name serial killers because mm. I think we've talked about this. Like you get to a point where you're kind of like, I feel like I I get it. Yeah. Like I it's yeah. over it's overdone. Like I I get it. I get the picture. I know the story. But I don't know. I I felt like of all of them, maybe John Wayne Gacy. I felt like maybe I knew the least about. So I was like, let's mm-hmm. watch it. Like let's just give it a shot. It ended up being very interesting. It was told in a way that I think is a little. It's a little different. Um, 
than a lot of the true crime documentaries because obviously like a lot of them are just kind of told in chronological order um this was interesting because like the first episode starts out with actually like the last boy that he abducts because that's what leads to him being caught and so it actually starts kind of at the end of the story and then Mm. sort of goes backwards but kind of like picks up in different ways and like by the end of it you kind of have the whole story and the whole picture kind of from his like early life all the way through him being convicted but then the really interesting thing was that the the whole last episode was dedicated um to talking about like the fact that there's actually like a number of still like open cases related to him that oh. haven't been closed, which is something that I didn't know. Like, I think like typically you think of, you know, John Wayne Gacy, he was convicted and put to death for these crimes. You think like, okay, yeah, they like got him on everything, like mm-hmm. whatever. But there were actually like a number of cases that they were never able to like fully prove or fully yeah. put on him. Um, and then there's also, there was a whole nother property because, you know, the whole thing with John Wayne Gacy is that he's burying him under his house, right, which is like, right. you know, his kind of main claim to fame um, yep. is the infamous crawl space. Um, but he had another property where his mother lived, where he was a mm-hmm. janitor and they think there might be bodies there, too. And so there was mm-hmm. a whole thing with like wanting to look there but the chicago police department was kind of like "Eh, like this is over and done with like we've already put him to death like we don't want to drag this up anymore and so it's very interesting and it was some stuff that i didn't know about the case and didn't know how it had kind of like moved forward how it's still kind of there is still some kind of unresolved aspects of of the case there's always been questions of whether or not he had accomplices but no one has ever Mm. been charged with it with you know helping him so it was interesting i think like i don't Again, like if you're not into the big name serial killers or or whatever, it might not really be your thing. But um, and there were moments where I felt like the story was dragging a little bit. But like overall, I thought it was pretty good. So if you have Peacock and you want to check it out, I would recommend it. He fascinates me a bit. He's he's an it's an interesting thing. I what's what's really interesting about the documentary, too, is that it does feature um an extensive interview with him so it it, it like he's mm-hmm. dead now but they have a um when he was on death row they did um actually what's his face um wrestler who's like the og like bau guy who did yeah. all of those initial interviews that like mindhunter is based off of yeah he went out and interviewed him on video and talked to him while he was on death row. Um, and so they feature a lot of footage from that uh, interview. Creepy. So it's creepy because you're hearing it from his perspective in his words. But the craziest thing is like, I mean, he was appealing like basically right up until the last moment being like, you can't prove that I did this. I had a shitty lawyer. I had shitty attorneys the first time around. Like, um, and so it's crazy because you, you're you watching him and they're asking him about, you know, what happened and about his case and about, the bo- you know, the boys and the men that were found under his house. And he talks about it in this, like, insane way where he's just like, well, yeah, like, the bodies were under there, but, like, I didn't kill them. Like, I didn't, like, I, that wasn't me. Like, I didn't do it. But then, like, five minutes later, he'll be like, well, the first one I did. Like, he'll be like, I, and, like, <laughs> he'll be like, that one, like, I had to. That was self-defense. Like, I had to. So he's like, so, yeah. So, like, that one I did. But the the other 33 I didn't do. And then they're like, okay, well, then, like, 
but you knew that they were under there because they're like it's your house so like if you didn't do it it's your house like who killed them and he's yeah. like well i mean yeah like i was there like it's, so it's just like it's crazy to listen to him talk about it because it's like obviously any like sane person is like bro like yeah you killed these people like there's no like there's no if ands or buts around it like either you yeah. killed them or you were there when they were killed but like either way like you are re- responsible for it. It's very interesting to like, interview his sister, which I think, like, you know, mm-hmm. Evil Lives Here. We always appreciate yep. a good perspective of um, she a family is, member. There's an episode of her on Evil Right, Lives Here. you were telling me that. She's mm-hmm. an interesting lady. She's wearing she what is... She is an interesting lady. She is in, in this documentary. She is wearing what I can only describe as a pink velvet muumuu. And... <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting yeah, in a she sounds right she's she really in, really just looks like a female him yeah they look very similar they're very um, alike obviously she's much older now so older right. than he ever got but like and she's sitting in this big like armchair when they interview mm. her but she's not she's not like sitting <laughs> Like fully upright, so she's just kind of like, oh, like she's just like kind of like, like mildly like, reclined, yeah, like mildly <laughs> reclined, but just like looks like she's like sinking back like into the <laughs> chair, like the way like a little kid who's like not sitting yeah. in a chair correctly, and so it's kind of funny. And then like throughout the documentary, she kind of seems like she's like sinking lower, but it's <laughs> I'm it, sure she is. <laughs> but the best part is absolutely when she's talking about when he was younger and they were living in, I guess Iowa, and. He was married to his first wife and she went to visit him with her husband and they took them to a swingers party and they didn't know (laughs) that's what they were doing. And then at the end of the night, like they go to get in the car with John Wayne Gacy's wife and like another dude just like gets into the front seat, like not John. And then like the sister's like, well, where are you going? And he's like, I'll be, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm not going home with you. And he leaves with the dude's wife and like the sister's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then she's like, she's like when they're interviewing her, she's like, I was mad because she was like, this is. <laughs> She was so pissed. And she was like, listen, I'm not a prude, but like if you're into some weird shit, like do it on your own time. <laughs> yeah, that's weird to take your sister. It's so weird. And she was like, which is like, damn. And she was like, we left the next day. She was like, we backed up and we left. I was not gonna stay there. And she was so mad. And I was like, valid. That would be very uncomfortable. But yeah, so it's it's an interesting one. If you're like feeling like you want to watch a true crime one and you have Peacock, give it a shot. It's dark for sure. Obviously, well, yeah, but um, he's one of the worst in my opinion. He I ruined mean... clowns for the entire planet. <laughs> like clowns were okay, but scary clowns now exist because of him. But okay, so Stephen and I were talking about that, which is that yes, like clowns, I think are creepy, but he, him being a clown has nothing to do with him being being a serial killer. Like, right. he was not dressed up as a clown when he was killing people. That was just his side gig, was that he was dressed up as a freaky clown. Fizbo. And then he liked to paint them himself as a clown later. Yeah. But, so, it's like, well, I don't know. Like, it's it's like, when you really think you about it. You just associate him with yeah, it, Yeah, you're though. kind of like, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Listen, for those of you who have gotten to season 13 of Criminal Minds and watched it, you know the clown episode. And I it's, haven't. It's wholly more 
terrible than John Wayne Gacy in a clown outfit, in my opinion. But good luck. We'll get there someday. Good luck when you get there. (laughs) Will it be us or will it be Robin there first? We don't know. (laughs) I hope it's you because you're only like five episodes away. This is true. You got to get back in there. Yeah. Well, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. This has been far too long already. Uh, We have no new reviews, but please, please leave us a review. Um, we're still growing. We're still getting followers places. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good things are happening. If you do have Apple podcasts, leave us a review. Um, if you have anything else, I'm sorry, you cannot leave us a review. <laughs> or, hey, if you've already <laughs> left a review or you don't feel or like you have you listen on one of the platforms that, you know, reviews are not a feature. Recommend us to a friend. Recommend yeah, us tell to somebody, somebody. Um, who watches criminal minds or is you know into podcasts and looking for something new we appreciate your help and kind of getting the word out into silliness to grow (laughs) yeah um Um, our instagram though is growing we are steadily gaining more followers over there um everybody was trying to be the 300th and then they lost so now they're all following us um but we Um, still appreciate it (laughs) yes so please follow us on instagram at the unknown subject podcast Follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, if you were on Twitter yesterday, March 29th at all in the evening, you noticed that Paget Brewster went on like a Twitter spree, <gasps> liking people's tweets and responding. Uh, I didn't see it until two hours after it had happened. Damn. So I tried. I tweeted at her. I tried to get like a little bit of like a late party mm. moment, but I, it didn't happen. I'm sorry. I was celebrating my niece's fourth birthday. Uh, so I tried. But it's a party over there most Padgett of the time. Brewster was also on the Stanley Tucci train. She was posting some on Instagram yeah. about Stanley <laughs> yeah. Tucci. Tucci sexy. Tucci Stanley sexy. Stanley sexy. <laughs> Stanley sexy. Um, yeah. So yeah. Also, we have a Patreon. Uh, you can just search us on Patreon. Search for the Unknown Subject Podcast. Five dollars yeah. gets you everything. Uh, you'll be a supervisory special agent. Mm-hmm. You'll get access to our two bonus episodes about the docu series that we have both watched. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not watched John Wayne Gacy, so that's no. not going to be a bonus episode. I know. Stephen was like, "Are you going to do this one for the Patreon?" And I was like, "No, she doesn't have Peacock. She can't." I I have like the free Peacock. Mm. Like I downloaded the app, but mm. we don't pay for it. Yeah. I might eventually, but not soon enough to. But uh, hey, if you have a recommendation or you have a true crime documentary that you've watched recently that you'd like us to review, yeah. let us know. Yeah. You can message. If did you join see- the Patreon, you can message us on Patreon. Yeah. Um, I guess technically it is true crime, the Varsity Blues documentary, but I'm yeah. not really interested in watching that. No. Um, the college admissions scandal? Yeah. 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 No. no one gives a shit about that. Yeah, I don't rich care kids about rich people <laughs> being bought into <laughs> college. Not um, so hopefully something's coming down the pike eventually on one yeah. of our streaming buddies. Um, but we'll take old requests too if there's one. Yeah, I mean, like Kelsey really wants to watch Wild Wild Country. I do want to watch Wild Wild Country, but now I've kind of like forgotten <laughs> about it. Uh, if you do watch it, let me know. I w- I will watch it. Okay. Um, so that's it. That's we're it. rounding. We're approaching two hours. We'll yeah, try to stop this before two hours to uh, cut it off. Um, but yeah, we will be back next week for another episode of the Unknown Subject. Um, but until then, as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.